Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark raving mad. And I probably should, like Franklin suggested, change the beginning to this rant to make it more COVID coronavirus specific, but I am so fucking heated right now that I can't even get the regular intro out. So I will work on a COVID coronavirus related introduction. The music will stay the same. And I'm going to, this, I really, I don't even know where to fucking start. So let me start by saying I completed Franklin's challenge to sleep in my bed last night because I have not slept in my bed since this coronavirus pandemic stay at home quarantine shit has started. And there's a whole podcast rant about that. And there's a whole, you know, other bunch of issues that we can get into. This is not what this is about. This is about the fact that I completed the challenge. I got my four and a half five-ish hours. I like. I think I slid into bed about midnight by the time I was done putting up the other podcast. I tried to watch a little TV, tried to decompress a little, and then I did climb into my bed. It threw up a few stories on, on the Instagram just to make a joke because <laughs> shit was funny and uh, fell asleep and woke up five o'clock in my bed, air conditioner on blast, freezing, the dog at the foot of the bed, hearing rain. And I was like, fuck, it's raining. How are we going to handle the dog walk? Check the weather. The weather was going to stop at like 6 o'clock. The AccuWeather forecast, by the way, the AccuWeather weather app happens to be pretty motherfucking accurate. And I've tried them all. I've done Dark Sky. I've done all these other weather apps that another friend of mine, we used to get into big debates on what weather apps would work. It didn't work because you need to be prepared when you're walking your dog. You don't want to get stuck, get soaked on the hill, you know, in the snow, in the rain, in the freezing cold, the gloves, the hats, the scarves, the clothes. It's a whole thing. That too could be a whole nother discussion. But to get back to the basic fundamental point of this podcast rant. I slept in my bed. I woke up feeling completely refreshed. And if you cannot taste the sarcasm in that, you clearly need to spend some time Googling sarcasm. Uh, I was totally refreshed, had my coffee, got ready. Getting the dog out now is a process because you got to have the mask and the sh- and the Purell and the wipes and the, I, the tissue, the paper towel. If I'm going to take the garbage out to lift up the lid, it's a whole fucking process. So I got the process done, headed out to the park, literally six o'clock in the fucking morning. Fine. It's the same time I go all the time. I'm not trying to say that's extra early. I try to even go out a little bit earlier and I get to the hill And no one is there. And that's fine. I passed somebody, another person I know, she had forgotten her mask and was heading in early because she didn't want to cause any unnecessary stress or anxiety from anyone else that was coming out to the hill with her and her dog not being masked. The dog is on a leash. She would get all upset because he wants to play. She can't stay up there and play because she doesn't want to get close. She did the right thing. She took her ass home. That was the right thing to do. So I... When I see people or if I'm around people, I pull my bandana up. I don't, I have one like mask fabric type situation. I haven't bought a collection. I don't, I, I, I haven't taken that step yet to coordinate my masks with my clothes, which I see that, you know, happening and available. Although there are organizations like Kess who are selling masks. It's like buy five, donate five, buy five, donate 20. So there these companies and small businesses and local businesses that have the ability to make masks, pay it forward and provide masks to people on the front lines, which is an amazing thing. And that is great. I haven't contributed to that yet because I still use the bandana because I'm only out until seven and then I come in and I'm home for the day. But getting back to the hill. So I am, I get to the hill. There's no one there. We walk around, Kircher eats some grass. He sits down. It's fine. Another person that I know from the hill for, for a few years comes up, 
with her dog who jumps all over me. I'm not touching anybody else's dog now because I don't, I know dogs can't necessarily get it, but they can maybe spread it if it's in their fur, if somebody in their household coughed on the dog and then the droplets are on the dog and I pet the dog and then I touch my face because you can't not, not touch your fucking face. So I don't touch anybody else's dog. The only other dog that I have touched is the big blind boy and moose. And that is it. And so far, Ken O'Hara is so good. However, this person, for the longest time, was coming up, not wearing a mask, not really doing such a good job at the, so, at the six-foot thing, and I would, like, step away. She had a mask on this morning holding a cup of coffee, and this is not even what the rant is about. I'm not really sure that I understand coming outside with your dog and your coffee in a travel mug with your mask on so that when you need to stand there and talk to somebody, you need to like touch your mask, lift it up, take a sip of your coffee, put your mask back down and hold, drink your fucking coffee in your fucking house, finish your fucking coffee and then come out and walk your dog. Am I Tell me, somebody needs to tell me if I'm overreacting or not. Because if I'm overreacting, I need, in order to survive, to find a way to dial this rage back or else, I, I don't know, like my blood pressure is going to go off the motherfucking chart. Thank God I ride the bike, which, you know, which for some reason my heart rate is like ridiculously low, which is fine. But this rage, this simmering, boiling rage at the just utter stupidity of fucking people, like you really need to walk with your fucking travel mug of coffee Touch, lift up your mask while you're talking to someone who's like eight feet away from you. Sip your coffee and then put your mask down. Really? I mean, you're touching your mask and your face and then are you touching your dog? Are you putting your hand in a poop bag to pick up your dog's poop and then tying it up? Are you Purelling your hands after that? I mean, that's just basic hygiene. Forget COVID or not. But you're, it just doesn't seem right. Somewhere in that process, it gets a little fucked up. So we're standing there talking, and I'm like, whatever, I'm not going to say anything to her. I'm like, I just shut my fucking mouth, stay far enough away. This woman starts walking up the path towards the dog, towards us on the hill. She has a dog. She's not, you know, she's not wearing really dog clothes. There is like a weird culture. You, you can tell people's dog clothes from like their regular clothes. They're usually filthy. They usually have like dog treats, their leash on their belt clip or their leash hanging over their shoulder, or they have poop bags or they have a chuck it toy or they have something. This woman literally was in like everyday non-dog hill clothes with a dog that we'd never, I've never seen the woman before, never saw the dog before. She starts walking making a beeline directly toward us. And I'm saying to myself, who the fuck A is this person? Okay. Why is she continuing to walk towards us? Where's her fucking mask? She doesn't have a mask. She's wearing like slacks with like flats and no socks. The gr- It just rained. It's soaking wet outside. The grass is soaking wet. So your feet are going to be soaked. You're going to step on this hill. Your feet are going to be soaking wet. And I'm just not really sure what's going on here or how this is going to transpire. So I am saying to myself at this point, holy shit, like, why is she coming so close? So I said to her, okay, uh, you need to do me, stop right there. I said, stop right there. Please stop. I said, first of all, you don't, you don't have a mask. And I put this all, this is all in a Twitter thread rant at Small Pencil Club because I really thought that I wasn't going to come on and rant about this. But it turns out that I am now so aggravated that I need to get, I need to get this out and I need to know if, if, if this is just absolute me going batshit crazy or anything else. So 
She, she proceeds to walk towards us. She doesn't stop. I'm like, stop right fucking there. Stop. First of all, where's your fucking mask? You don't have a mask on. Why are you even walking towards me? And, and what are you doing? So she, she proceeds to say, oh, I just rescued this dog. I want to see how he is around other dogs. She had a tiny little leather leash on, a dog larger than Kircher. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You think, first of all, somebody thought it was a good idea to give this person a dog. Really? I mean, now I feel bad for the dog. Now my concern is more for the dog and less for the person because the person is clearly not functioning with, with one functioning brain cell. Maybe she's new to the hill. Maybe she doesn't know how to dress. Maybe she doesn't know like there's dog clothes attire. Maybe she doesn't know the grass is soaking wet after it rains. I don't fucking know. But I know this isn't going well, and I know it's not going to end well. And so she, so Kircher doesn't give any fucks. He's over there eating grass. But the other dog is more likely to engage, and either in a bad way and get territorial, like, I don't know your fucking dog, or your dog is going to react, like, I don't know your fucking dog. You can't just introduce two dogs that have never met each other during a fucking pandemic when dogs are supposed to be social distancing, people are supposed to be social distancing, and you have no fucking clue what the fuck you're doing. It just doesn't work like that. So explain to me a number of things. A, she fu- I was like, this is not good. This is not how it's supposed to work. I said, you cannot come up here with, without a mask, first of all. And now I'm like, am I your fucking parent? Like, what? you can't come up here. You shouldn't be outside walking in the park with, with a dog without a mask. Or even one around your neck so that you give the perception that if you come in closer contact with people, you will pull it up over your face. You just didn't fucking have one. And you have a new dog that you don't know how the dog behaves around other dogs. And you clearly look like if something were to go bad with your dog, you would have absolutely no idea how to fucking control your dog and control the situation. And that could end poorly for both you and your fucking dog. And that would be more tragic for your dog because your dog didn't ask to be adopted or rescued by a stupid fucking human. And I understand the shelters are full, and I understand they want to give put dogs in homes, and I understand there aren't enough people to get to the shelters to take care of dogs. I know that the ACC did an unbelievable job of getting, getting all of their cats into foster homes and fostering their dogs and providing food and all the money for the vets. They did it the right way. I am not sure what the fuck happened here. But I will say that whatever did happen was everything that shouldn't have happened. So I said to her, no, you need to like, you need, this is not the right time for this. First of all, it's not the right time for you to have a dog, but that's not my fucking business. Second of all, this is not the right way that this should be playing out right now. And you need to, that, th- this needs, you need to leave or I need to leave. Like, and she reeled, she slowly reeled her dog in and she's like, oh, okay, I'll go take him somewhere else. I was like, yeah, how about home? How about take him home or maybe take him back so he can get rescued by somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing with dogs. Like, this is the problem. And so now I'm left standing up there with my friend who's looking at me like, oh, great, there Randy went running her mouth off again, not being able to control herself because she wouldn't have said anything. She would have just stood there. And that's okay. That's her decision. But not me. That was just not right. In any, there, there was nothing right about that situation. And so if, she needs to know that. That woman needed to know that that was completely asinine and ass backwards and wrong. 
And so now I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave because A, I'm not going to stand here and watch you sip your coffee while you lift your mask off your face every five seconds because that's driving me fucking insane. And B, the park is starting to get crowded and here comes somebody else and I know you're going to go for a walk with her and I know that you're not going to be able to stand six feet away from her because I've seen you guys walk before and you drift together and it doesn't seem to bother either one of you. So I'm, I've been out long enough, clearly. I need to go home. So I come back home and I'm like, okay, you know what? As I'm walking home down the Great Hill, out of Central Park, it, at the north end in Harlem, there's a guy who pulls his bike over on his phone with his mask on his chin. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I am not, I am going to just walk home. I'm going to mind my fucking business and I'm going to go back into my apartment and I'm going to lock myself in and I'm going to do what I can do and only control what I can control because I understand that. I understand that you can only control what you can control. And clearly I have to control myself from being around stupid fucking people because I can't stand the stupidity and I'll, I can't stand the t- stupidity for a number of reasons. A, they're stupid. B, they're going to perpetuate the fucking problem and this shit is never going to end. And C, I have friends and I, I have lost people that I know. I have friends that have lost people that they know. And I don't, I, I really don't want anyone else to fucking die. And if, if that, if, if that could be somewhat negated by you just putting on a fucking mask, it's not that fucking complicated. It's really not. And the message is clearly not getting through. So as I'm walking back past this guy, I'm like, okay, in my head, I'm having this conversation. Just don't say anything. Randy, just walk past. Don't say anything. Go home. Get on the bike. Ride it out. It'll be fine. Let it go. Do what Guap has told me. Hazmat's told me. Franklin's told me. You can only control what you can control. Jeffrey's told me. I have heard it. Clearly, it is not sinking in because as I'm walking two feet past the guy, and I shit you not, he coughs. And I literally instantaneously turned around and I said, you know, the best, that, that mask is really helpful, especially when you start coughing. And he laughed. And I was like, okay, this can go one of two ways. He can either curse me out, tell me to mind my own fucking business, you know, all, this, that, and the third, or I could turn around and like try to play it off and be like, listen, bro, you really need to put the mask on and take care of yourself. It's crazy out here. Be careful. And I chose the latter option and it worked because after I said, bro, use the mask, it's probably a little more helpful on your face than on your neck when you're coughing. Be careful out here. You know, it's tough. And I'm saying this through my bandana, which is completely covered in snot and saliva because clearly it doesn't breathe and clearly I have to up my mask game at some point. But he laughed and he was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm like, okay, of course I'm fucking right. Put the fucking mask on. I'm right. I'm not a fucking rocket scientist. I've watched Fauci. I've watched some of the other medical experts. I've watched that Randy K's CNN glow-in-the-dark neon how far a cough travels with and without a mask. And let me tell you, if you think it's six feet, six feet is the motherfucking minimum. That cough, that exhalation, slowly dispersed further than 12 feet in all directions. It is just not straight. The cough does not come out in a straight line towards someone else's face. The cough... Without a mask, and even with a mask, is unidirectional, multidirectional, however the fuck you want to say it, whatever the right word is for it goes in every motherfucking direction, that's what happens, and it, it went 
further than 12 feet in a somewhat straightforward line. So six feet is the motherfucking minimum. So all these motherfuckers that are running, gasping for air, biking, breathing heavy, working out, you think that their exhalation is going six feet and stopping? That the breath is like, okay, we reached the six foot mark now. We can stop. Droplets, you can fall to the ground. Fuck out of here with that. It needs to be double that. You need to be 20 feet away from somebody that's working out. And trust me, when I run in the morning and I will go out of my way and you can watch on my Instagram stories, my detour runs, I will zigzag my ass off to avoid stupid people. So I had to pass this guy on the bike coming home. And then as I'm walking down the sidewalk, and this is where it gets crazy. I pass a woman I know walking her dog, wearing a mask, said, hey, how are you? She's like, not great. Why? Because she knows her daughter is a frontline worker. She doesn't understand why last night she looked out of her building and mad dudes were gathered around on the street, passing around a bottle of alcohol, smoking. I took a picture of the garbage bag that was laid on the fire hydrant of the, bo- of, of the two bottles. And one of the bottles was, I think, Hennessy, and the other one was a bottle of Jaeger in a little black bodega bag wrapped around the fire hydrant because that's, that's how you know people were out late at night. They at least tried to make a garbage bag. But that means people were on the street. All the dope boys were out on on the corner. No social distancing. And she said to me, my daughter is a frontline worker. My three-year-old kid has asthma and has has been out of the house twice since this started. Can you imagine being like three years old and being in your apartment in New York City for over 50 days? Really not understanding what's going on and knowing that if, God forbid, one of these dumb motherfuckers who think it's more important to smoke a cigarette and keep their mask on their fucking chin gives something to someone in her building, it doesn't even have to be her. It could be someone in her building that gets in the elevator, that touches a button, that doesn't wipe it down, that she passes walking out of the building. or that. Her, there's a million ways that this shit could spread and get to her kid with asthma. That's the fucking problem. And then she starts crying like into her mask. She's like, I cry every night. It's heartbreaking. It is gut-wrenching. It is human. It is personal. It is not a racial thing. And we could talk about the whole racial disparity in healthcare. That's a whole nother issue. And that's for Lincoln because I don't have statistics on that, but we know it. Look, I barely have fucking health insurance. I've been on this Obama bullshit care plan forever. And even when I had insurance back, back in the day when I had a job and a salary, I rarely went to the doctor. I went to the doctor for my fucking migraine medication, my prescriptions, and like a once a year fucking physical checkup because I grew up in a family, and I don't know if that's a Jewish thing or what that is, but we never went to the doctor. I don't know if you live in denial or however that works. I used to have to, I mean, when I played sports, you had to have physicals, but that was also once a year mandatory. You get passed for the physical, and then you spend your life in the training room getting all patched up and bandaged up. And unless you break things or, 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 you know, or end up getting stitched up, that's the only time you really end up in that. That's the only time I ended up in the hospital, getting stitches, casts, braces, all, whatever. But this woman, this poor woman, says, is sitting there crying, 6.45 in the morning. I cry every night. I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know what to tell my kid with asthma. But yet... I'm the asshole for like yelling at people to put their fucking mask on. Not for me. I don't give a fuck, bro. I have my mask on. I come up into my apartment. I stay the fuck away from people. I'll go out. I'll do what I have to do. If I have to go to an ascent, make an essential trip, fine. But I'm not looking to like walk outside without a mask like 
big fucking deal. What what aren't you getting? Like they're at this point, I don't even if you're in Brooklyn, if you're in the Bronx, if you're in the I don't give a fuck. This is not a hood thing. This is not a racial thing. This is a purposeful, I don't either value my life thing. I don't give a fuck about your life thing. So I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna walk with this other dude. We we the both of us while she was crying in her mask passed a dude who literally had one hand holding up his sagging pants and another hand taking a puff off of his cigarette while his mask was on his neck. Who literally kept twisting his neck to look at her. Like, what the fuck's wrong with her? No, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? And it's and tr- trust me, it's the people in Huntington Beach. It's the people in Piedmont Park, Atlanta. It, that picture of that intersection was terrifying. And all, let me tell you something. Those motherfuckers were white. I don't know shit about Piedmont Park in Atlanta, but that's why I'm saying this is not a black thing. This is not a white thing. This is like an ignorant as fuck, stupid I, I am just going to ignore it. I'm going to live in denial. It's not going to happen to me. I don't know anyone it's happened to. Like, what the actual fuck? That's what I want to know. What the actual fuck? It's the ultra-Orthodox Jews in Brooklyn. It's the whack-job fucking evangelicals. It's the gun-toting, tiny-dick-having Nazi white supremacists in Michigan holding up signs from a concentration fucking camp. There is no fucking correlation. You want to go back to work. The Jews never asked to go work, work in air quotes, in these concentration camps. They weren't going there to work. They were going there to be shoved in a motherfucking onion and oven and incinerated. This was not work sets us free. This is work kills our entire bloodline of people. Six million of us, you dumb fuck. It's, it, it's my, Georgia, Texas, Nebraska, these, all of these places that are now relaxing the stay-at-home mandates are seeing spikes in cases. And I know, obviously, there's going to be spikes because people are asymptomatic. You want to go get your hair cut? You want to go have a beer? You want to go bowling? Fine, but the numbers are going to go up. And then, even Hazmat said... All of these places that you see. And what the fuck is with the blue fucking angels and the Thunderbirds? Who is running those organizations? You're going to fly over the Washington fucking mall? So you're going to get thousands of people to come out, clearly who can't social distance because, I don't know, they can't calculate six feet. They don't. Maybe you need to put it into inches. Maybe you need, I, I don't know how else to, to, to get that through to people. But you're going to do another fucking flyover because the first one in New York City worked so well where people came out and lined the Brooklyn Promenade and were out all over the West Side Highway to watch a two-second fucking flyover. And this is no disrespect to the Blue Angels or the Thunderbirds. Thank you for your service. We appreciate what you do. You have a crazy, insane skill set. I think it's batshit crazy. I think those air shows are nuts. Thank God more people and, 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 and less accidents happen. But really, the people that need to see it, the frontline workers, it's, it's two seconds. They're inside working. It's everyone else that comes outside. Whoa, everybody Instagrams it. They post it to their story. And then they're stuck standing there, surrounded by a thousand of their closest dumb fucking idiot friends. I'm not trying to take anybody's joy away. I'm not trying to be a negative fucking Nancy. I'm not trying to poo-poo everything. It sounds like it. 
but I'm fucking sat up here on my couch every motherfucking day, no job, have to pay my rent. Like 30 million other fucking people, this is not a boo-hoo fucking moment either. This is like a reality moment. This is like, this is the reality. This shit's never going to fucking go away. It's never going to fucking go away. And de Blasio is going to put out some statement. Um, you know, we're sending out a thousand cops that are going to be responsible for monitoring parks and people. And if people and parks don't distance, they're going to be the ones to go up to them and, you know, make sure that they do what's appropriate. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Officers will be on hand. There, those are some of the thousand out patrolling the city this weekend because Mayor de Blasio wants people to enjoy the weather, but he wants everyone respecting others and staying safe. While you're out there, this is a quote, keep that face covering on, keep that social distance, but anyone who tries to resist these basic rules and tries to create a public gathering, for example, or tries to put together a sports event or anything like that, the NYPD is going to immediately give them a summons. And these are hefty summonses. The mayor's... Really? These motherfucking cops are going to just run around and be like the breakup police? Like Red Rover, Red fucking Rover? We call the police right fucking over? Give me a motherfucking break. Those poor cops, that's their job now? To go around and police grown-ass fucking people who can't follow and respect the fucking rules? And this isn't a fucking game. And this is why I have no voice. This is life and death. Period. Full motherfucking stop. Life and death. Your stupidity, your ignorance, your giving zero fucks could literally kill someone. And it might not even be anyone you fucking know. And that is the problem with this. And I will say it again because when we had, and I said it with Franklin, and I said it with Lincoln, when we had 9-11, and there was Katrina, and there was the Oklahoma City, you could see the earthquake, you could see the immediate devastation, the you can see shit, and I don't need to go back there because I don't want to trigger my PTSD from all of that shit, and it's, you can see shit that you never, ever, ever want to see again in your life, and that I would never wish on anyone to see. The problem with this motherfucking virus is you can't see it because by the time you may or may not spread it to someone and they go home and you don't even know who the fuck they are, but you pass them in the park or you're the woman on the, with the dog who comes up to somebody without a fucking mask like a fucking idiot and you breathe all over the fucking atmosphere and then somebody walks into your breath stream and I don't even know how long a breath stream works and I don't know where you go to get the answer for that. Because there's now been stories about how long the droplets can stay in the air. Three minutes, three hours, 30 seconds. You can walk into an elevator and somebody could have coughed three minutes before you were there. And you'll never know. And I don't know. I thought these droplets were heavier than the air, but maybe they're not. I have to clearly do some research and I hope I can find the answer. And if I find the answer, I'll tweet it out. But now you can literally fucking kill someone. You. You. And I'm sure that that's no one's intention. I'm sure nobody is walking outside. I don't know. Maybe there are. Maybe there are people that want to intentionally get this. Like, God forbid, the people that were infecting people knowingly with AIDS. And they were tried for murder. No. That's fucking homicide. You're murdering someone. I don't know. It'll never. I don't think it'll ever get to that level with this because you don't really know you have it. Until you fucking have it. You could have it and not know. Your symptoms could be that 
minor, or your case could be that minor, but you could fucking kill somebody. How do you have that on your head and on your heart and walk outside and not even at least try to put on a fucking mask because you want to be a dick? You want to ride a city bike? You want to be, you want to smoke your weed? I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you sit outside all night. Summer's coming. This is going to be unavoidable. And you think a thousand cops are enough? You think a thousand cops are enough patrolling the city? You know how many parks we have? And I'm not even talking about the big parks. You know how many neighborhoods have small local... There's little parks. There's dog runs. Washington Square Park, Central Park, Riverside Park. There's parks up in the Bronx. There's parks up in the Heights. Riverside Park goes all the way uptown. There's park... Van Cortland Park is fucking huge. You could, you, you could put a thousand cops in Van Cortland Park. You could put a thousand cops between Central Park from one end to the other, from Sheep Meadow to the Great Lawn. You want, you want to know where you need cops? How about up by the Harlem Mirror, where everybody dumps out of the SRO, sits along the north side of the park wall at 110th Street. Every, every motherfucker's smoking crack. It's not the Central Park Police's problem. It's the local precinct's problem. Nobody's telling them not to smoke their crack. You think they're going to tell them to move down on the bench? These poor people, they're... they're the least of their problems is the crack that they're smoking. There's so much mental health issues. There's so many mental health issues. There's so many homeless issues. There's so many other issues that are going on. But you can have whatever. Let's talk about, you want to cl- politically, inc- normally functioning people go about their everyday to day life that are making a choice not to wear a mask, not to social distance, to have play dates because their kids are getting antsy or they're, they need their kids out of the house or they're going to take a risk and they're going to drive somewhere and they're going to go. No, fucking no. You, what other evidence do you need? Places that have locked the fuck down and stayed that way. Yes. The curve is flattening. The curve is going to go up like a motherfucking rocket ship come summer, and you can say I told you so, and I, I, that is not an I told you so game. I want to win, and we all know how competitive I am and how much I love fucking winning. This is not a game I want to win, but th- the curve is going to go up like a motherfucking rocket ship because every motherfucker is going to be 80 degrees today in New York City, partly sunny skies. Watch. You thought yesterday was a shit show. They're starting to open up streets. People are outside. It's a goddamn disaster waiting to happen. And that was all kicked off by this one woman in the park without a fucking mask. And I was home before seven o'clock in the morning while most people were still sleeping or starting to wake up on a Sunday morning. I was already on my bike trying to pedal out the rage so that this didn't happen because now I'm completely twerked. I'm completely amped up. I'm completely pissed the fuck off and I'm stuck in my motherfucking apartment. Without a pint of Ben and fucking Jerry's ice cream. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? Because normally I would just eat my feelings. Because that also runs in my DNA. But this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. What are the fines? You're going to pay somebody who just lost their fucking job and is more worried about keeping food on the table for their fucking family? Paying their rent? The fucking tiny coffee shop just opens around the corner. The guy that works there is like, I really wish I didn't have to be here working today. Really? You can't fit a, two people into your space six feet apart. And if you're so confident and you're so comfortable opening as the owner, why the fuck aren't you working there? Because now you're screwing that guy out of applying for unemployment where he may or may not be able to get more money. Because now he has a job and if he refuses to come back to the job, they won't give him his unemployment claim. 
So now you're being a double dick because you're putting him between a rock and a fucking hard place. You're putting him back into public contact with direct public contact with people that will be less than six feet away so that they can have a fucking cup of coffee. Fuck out of here. This is, we're fucked. And, And I would love for somebody to convince me that we're not. And don't, until a vaccine, two years, we're gonna go through two years of this shit, a year until there's a vaccine. Then the vaccine takes or doesn't take. And then you have the Orthodox Jews who are anti-vaxxers who won't take the fucking vaccine anyway. So it'll still be floating around. The shit's not going to go away. Clearly, it's, everyone's saying it's not going anywhere. It's here to stay. How bad it's going to stay, how it's going to spike, how many more people are going to have to die because other people don't want to follow the simplest of rules. It's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. And that's the sing-songy bullshit statement from Mayor Bill de Blasio from three hours ago. Or else, respect others and stay safe or else. Or else what, dick? What? You're going to start throwing people in jail? These officers aren't arresting anybody. Or else what? What an empty, hollow waste of a fucking threat. From Bill de Blasio, no less. Stay away. Respect others. Nobody's respecting anybody. There are people out there trying to do the right thing. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people wearing masks. I'm not saying the whole city is walking around maskless. But when are we going to be out? When are we going to be outnumbered by the people that are not wearing masks? And does it even matter? Because all it takes is one motherfucker. As we saw this whole thing start in Westchester, it takes one person to infect 20, who then infect 40, who then infect 100, and here we go the fuck again. So it's a, it's a much bigger fucking issue. It's going to get warmer. The weather's going to get better. People are going to, this whole quarantine fatigue is going to blow the fuck up. It's, it's hard. It's, it, it, you want to go out. You want to do something. It, it feels almost normal when I walk to the park in the morning when there's no one out at 530. And then all of a sudden I get to the park and I see somebody, I remember, shit, pull up the mask. And then, then it starts again. Then the anxiety kicks in. Then it's almost like a paranoia because you're constantly looking around. Is somebody close to me? Is somebody walking up behind me? Is somebody running up behind me? Is anyone going to get too close? Is someone going to brush up against me? Don't fucking touch me. Stay the fuck away from me. And I'm not that person. I'm a very touchy-feely person. I jump all over people. I want to hug people. I want to jump on your back. I want to noogie your, your, your head. I want to, you know... Tuck you to the ground and roll around. I mean, shit. Everybody has their own level of comfort. Like it, th- high fives, fist bumps, chest bumps. Come hang out and sit on the couch. We get Netflix. I mean, what the fuck ever? It's fucked up. It, this this is contrary to everything about human nature and humanity. It's cruel. It is racially disparative, but but let me tell you something. Once you start seeing a lot of motherfuckers wearing masks, you don't need to be a fucking rocket scientist. You don't have to have a PhD. You don't have to have a college degree. You don't even need a motherfucking high school diploma. You're like, why is everybody else wearing a mask? Maybe I should put a mask on. Put on a fucking mask. How about you err on the side of caution? Better safe than sorry. Better safe than dead. How about that? That should be the motto. Better safe than dead. Maybe I'll tweet that. That'll be my tweet to de Blasio. Or else, it should be or else you're fucking dead. If you don't follow these rules, you could potentially end up dead. 
And then the only person doing your hair and your nails is going to be the fucking mortician. And they could bury you in a pair of fucking bowling shoes. You could have your wake at the fucking bowling alley. You could be buried in a coffin that looks like a fucking bowling pin. I don't give a fuck. Give everybody else a fighting chance. All these people, all of these other immunocompromised people, all these other people with other chronic illnesses that you can't see, invisible disabilities. Imagine, imagine going through this, having other multiple disabilities and, and the additional anxiety that that creates. Imagine having to navigate your way. If you have processing challenges, if you're deaf, if you're blind, if you have multiple sclerosis, if you're medication, this poor guy with fucking, can't, people with cancer are stopping their chemo treatments because they don't want to go to the hospital where they can contract COVID and die before they even have a chance to fight their cancer. Imagine having to make that choice. Fuck. And all you have to do is sit on your couch, in your apartment, in your home. So it, hopefully it's safe. Hopefully you have food. Hopefully you're in a sheltered situation where you're not living within a domestic abuser. There's, there's a million other dimensions to this. I get it. I get not everybody is in a palatial estate or in an ideal living situation, financially, mentally. I mean, there's a million different aspects and problems and challenges to this shit. But if, if, if you can sit the fuck home with your TV and your computer and your internet, your Wi-Fi, your Sony PlayStation, I mean, all of these other people have pools and summer homes or can go somewhere else or have an estate upstate or can get away. And I'm not, I am not in any way to get good for, get the fuck away. Take advantage of that, but you have to do the best with what you have. And if that is simply just putting on a fucking bandana, put on a fucking bandana. Why the fuck? That's, I just don't get it. I guess the bottom line is I just don't fucking get it. And I just need someone to explain to me why the fuck people are having a problem. This is not about reelecting Donald Trump because you can't vote for him if you're fucking dead. And I've never sat anywhere before and really could give a fuck less if all these Nazi white supremacist motherfuckers dropped the fuck dead. I, no care in the world. I don't know if that makes me an asshole. I don't know if that makes me uncaring. I don't give a fuck. Good night, Irene. Same thing with these Orthodox Jews. I don't give a fuck. If you're one of the people fucking this shit up, I'm done with you. Done. Same way I'm done with anybody that voted for Trump. I got nothing to say to you. I don't want to hear why. There is absolutely zero redeeming quality about you if this is the situation that you got us into because you wanted to save some money on your fucking taxes. And, and you were more concerned about her emails. Thanks a fuck lot. This is where we are now. And this is where we will be for the foreseeable fucking future. And that's why I sleep on the couch. And that's why I sleep with the TV on. Because I need to, I guess I need to drown out all of that other shit in my head. And I guess I can't turn it off. Or I haven't found a way to successfully turn it off or mute it. And I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see where that goes. I'll work on it. 
I'm still good with the four and a half, five hours sleep. I'm still fine sleeping on the couch. I don't, you know, wake up cramped, miserable, uncomfortable, achy. It is what it is. I've slept in worse places. Like the bathtub. The first night I lived in Wichita, Kansas, and there was a tornado warning on the tiny TV that I got that was on an igloo cooler that I also got from the bank where I opened my bank account. So I've slept in a bathtub clutching a stuffed animal with a pillow and a blanket. Not knowing where the shelter was, not knowing where the fall, not knowing anyone, not even knowing where my place of business was because it didn't even start yet. I had literally just moved in. I rented the apartment off of a fax machine floor plan, packed up my shit and moved to Wichita fucking Kansas. So I have slept in places that, I, I mean, we could have a conversation about that because that falls more into the category of random life experiences and jobs that Randy says has had in her life, which are many, no stories are good and I have no problem sharing them, but I'm comfortable sleeping on the couch and if it works for me, it works. And if I crawl into bed, I crawl into bed. And uh, speaking of Wichita, Kansas, the person that sent me there is actually calling on the phone. So I will, I will bring this to an end by saying, please, and I will beg. I will literally beg. And it's not even that I have to beg the people that are listening to this to wear the mask because everybody that probably listens to this is doing the best that they can to follow the fucking rules and is going as batshit crazy and is as frustrated as I am. But you feel free to yell at people that are not following the rules because somebody needs to tell them and somebody needs to let them know. And if it means sticking your head out your window in the suburbs, if it means driving by them in a car, if it means honking at them and giving them the middle finger out the window, do what you got to do to make yourself feel better, to make yourself feel like you're helping people. I'm not yelling at them for me. I'm yelling at them for them to save their own goddamn lives and to save the lives of my friends that are working and the lives of people that I don't even know who have kids or family members that are immunocompromised and that, that will die from this shit because it's enough death already. It's really fucking enough. So just wear a goddamn mask. Stay the fucking home. Wash your motherfucking hands. Check on your motherfucking people. Take care of yourself. Do whatever you need to do. Find the best ways you need to cope. Check in on the podcast. Come dance on the jam and uh, meet the peeps. And then we can, we can further this conversation. If you have anything to say, to add, to, to help, to contribute in any way, I'm more than happy to do a part two to this podcast. You can come on. We could FaceTime. You can call it in. You could phone a friend. All of these things. And if you need someone to talk to, to help you cope, I'm around. The people from the jam are around. We're left, we're left coast, right coast, up, up, up north, down south. Israel, Dominican Republic. We got people all over the place. We could speak multiple languages. We're, we're all willing to talk and we're all willing to be there for each other and to help everybody get through the best way we can. And until then, we're going to do, we're going to figure it out one day at a time. And that's how we go. And I'm going to go watch the Willoughby's again because it's a great fucking movie. Uh, and if you haven't watched it, watched it, listen to the podcast, go check out Lincoln on his Mitchell minute. He'll be back on the podcast soon. Uh, send, uh, Send thoughts and uh, wishes to him. His uncle passed away um, the other day, and uh, it sucks. And think about, you know, all the people. You you, you know, Guap is on the front lines working. Um, Lincoln's sister-in-law is on the front line working. I got friends on the Dog Hill that are on the front line working. Stevish's wife is on the front line working. These people are coming home every single night and having to go through a process just to get into their homes, to, like, eat dinner, to take a shower, what they have to go through to like strip themselves down, decontaminate themselves, and and then isolate themselves in their own homes just so that they could wake up the next morning and fucking help people is 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 nothing short of fucking heroic. Nothing short of heroic. 
So to all of those people and to everybody else doing the right thing, and we are doing our part, and even though it seems like we're doing nothing and I struggle with this also, we are contributing to helping. We're not hurting, and that's for damn sure. So come hang out with the people, Franklin and Martini and Blue and Mary Beth and Wong and Anna and Lamont. Everybody pops in and pops out. It's, it's all the peeps. It's all good people. The pastry plate is there. We can talk about dessert. Um, and, you know, you know where to find us. I'll put all the information in the tweets. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. This is really all coming from the right place. It's coming from the heart. It's coming from a place of caring. It's also coming from a fucking rage cage. And that's not going to stop and it's not going to change. And I am un-a-fucking-apologetic about that. And with that, I will say until the next time, peace and hair grease.